Hello and welcome to Is It Me or Is It Them? This is a podcast for those of us who want to take responsibility for our half of our relationships and how we show up in our lives, but are tired of trying to clean up the mess on other people's side of the yard. This is for you if you want to be able to set boundaries without feeling like you're bulldozing anyone, and if you want harmony and closeness, but are tired of sacrificing yourself to get it. I'm April Boyd, and I'm a psychotherapist, and today I'm talking about how you can stop taking things so personally. I've had a few women send me this question in a couple different forms, and it got me really thinking about how damaging this small habit really is. It is super harmful for both people involved. The person who's taking the thing personally has likely just had their day ruined, and in the long term, this thinking habit really wrecks havoc on your self-confidence, your general mood, and your possible levels of anxiety and depression. It's really serious stuff. And it's also really damaging towards the other person involved. You might be wrongly blaming or accusing someone of something that they didn't actually even do. And it's guaranteed that if you have a habit of taking things personally, your relationships around you are really going to suffer under the weight of all of that extra stress and all of that extra wear and tear. So I thought that this would be a really good topic for us to dig into together in this episode. I'm going to share three reasons why we take things so personally and some ways that you can start to break this really destructive thinking habit. But first, I want us to check in for a moment and let's get honest with ourselves. How often do you feel like you take things personally in your life? Maybe somebody turned down your invitation to do something together and now you're telling yourself that they don't really like you. Or maybe somebody posts something on social media and you caught yourself wondering if it was directed at you. Maybe a friend makes a joke and you feel super wounded and super attacked. Or maybe you've been around somebody in a bad mood and you catch yourself wondering if you did something wrong or if they're mad at you. And maybe you've even gotten into a political conversation with somebody and noticed that you're getting really defensive and really emotional. So here's what I believe is really happening behind the scenes when we're in this place of reacting really personally to something that someone else said or did. Reason number one you might have a really harsh inner critic. So if you're not familiar with the term inner critic, what that refers to is the fact that we are all talking to ourselves all day long. And most of us have a voice inside our own heads that is pretty mean and is self-attacking. It's that voice that tells you that you're too fat, you're too skinny, that you should have said something different, uh, and it's always pointing out your faults or your failures. For some people, this voice is especially loud and especially vicious. So when outside criticism happens, it's like it just amplifies so much louder because you're already dealing with that really vicious inner critic. 
That voice that's saying that maybe you're not good enough, you're not capable enough, you're lazy, you have nothing good to offer, it just feels super validated when something on the outside seems to feel like it's a criticism against you. So it's basically like having your own self-attacking habits reflected back to you, and that can be really painful. So how this kind of plays out is it's like it just feels like it is proof that our inner critic is right. So when your boss says something like, you know, hey, here's what I'd like you to do differently next time with this, what you hear is, you are always screwing up, you should be ashamed of yourself, you're not good enough to work here. That's just kind of one example to show how really we filter through other people's words and actions through this really critical filter. Now, people tend to react one of two ways when this gets triggered. Either you get taken out by this wave of shame and humiliation, and maybe you run to hide. You might go silent. You might go home. You might go into withdrawal, right? You're basically just trying to get away from that personal attack. The other thing that happens is we tend to defend and counterattack. You know that you've gone into this place of counterattacking where you catch yourself thinking awful things about the other person. She's a horrible boss. She's picking on you and that's not fair. She's just really inept and an awful, awful manager. So if this feels like you, here's what you need to know. You need to start getting control of this inner critic. You need to start putting intentional time and energy into practicing new self-talk. This starts with just paying attention to what it is that you are already saying to yourself, because like I said before, we are all talking to ourselves all day long. That's just how thoughts work. And when these thoughts just run automatically, unchecked and unchallenged, they can really run wild and start to turn against us. So you want to start to name the inner critic when you hear it and start to replace those self-attacking thoughts with things that might be more helpful and are likely way more accurate. So instead of telling yourself that your boss must hate you because they gave you some hard-to-hear feedback, you could remind yourself that everyone makes mistakes, and in any project or situation, there's actually always room to do better. This might just be a chance to get more clear on your boss's expectations that you didn't know before. And yes, it sucks. No one likes to get negative feedback. No one really likes it, right? There's parts of that that are valuable for sure. And there's times where I appreciate some negative feedback, but in reality, it never feels good, right? We all would much rather hear the stuff we're doing well, the stuff that's appreciated, the stuff that feels safe. Getting negative feedback is really hard, but it's absolutely inevitable. So we have to start to catch ourselves in this habit of our inner critic running wild so that we can start to just hear what's actually being said and not what we think it is that they're trying to say to us. The second thing that really intensifies 
and often causes a lot of big personalization is that you're using the outside world as your measuring stick. Let me explain a little bit about what I mean by this. Taking things really personally is often a sign that you are sourcing way too much of your own sense of confidence, your own worthiness, and your sense of value from somewhere outside of yourself. This is a bit of a scary thing because what it means is that if the world around you is high-fiving you, celebrating you, telling you you're great, you feel really safe and awesome and like everything is okay. But the problem with that is that the world is actually overflowing with negative events and opportunities to feel bad and feel a bit wounded and injured. People are having bad days, people are busy, people have their own stuff going on, and so you're always going to be kind of bumping into somebody else's bad mood. This means that you're living in a really vulnerable and reactive state where everything and anything that somebody says or does can be used as this distorted mirror of self-assessment. Am I worthy? Am I a good person? Am I enough? Do you have have the right to be happy? And when we're taking things personally, often without really realizing it, this is what we're reacting to. So of course you're going to end up feeling terrible because there's endless opportunities, careless comments from other people, a sharp tone in somebody's voice, posts on social media, strangers taking your spot in the parking lot that can all be used as evidence that something is wrong with you and that the world is somehow against you. If this feels familiar, here's what you need to know. No one that, nothing that anyone does is because of you. So this sounds really strange, but when we really look at it, It is just this very true reality, and it's certainly something that I have learned to be true through my work as a psychotherapist of really getting to see the real life behind the scenes realities of so many people's lives that I know that behind the scenes of, you know, our smiling, polished exteriors, often people are having really massive struggles that we know nothing about. And so when we're intersecting with somebody, it might just be that, you know, their bad moment or bad day or bad year is bumping up against, you know, some point of contact with you. Nothing anything anyone does is because of you. Here's how we also know this is true. And you can think about this for your own self. See if this feels true for you. I'm a different person when I'm in a good mood. When I'm in a good mood, I'm tolerant, I'm forgiving, I'm flexible. If my partner comes home late, I'm easygoing and understanding. It's no big deal. If I'm in a bad mood, if I haven't gotten enough sleep, if I'm grouchy, if I'm hungry, my partner comes home late and I'm angry and annoyed and reactive. Same person, different variables. So, Do you see where I'm going with this? So much of what you're bumping into with other people has absolutely nothing to do with you. And you really have to start to remind yourself of this truth. 
There's a thousand variables that factor into the reaction that you're getting from somebody in any given moment of time. So you need to really remember this as a mantra. There's a book called The Four Agreements where they go really deep into this in one of the chapters, which is take nothing personally, but it has so much truth to it. What other people are doing really has nothing to do with you. It's their own stuff 99% of the time. The last reason, and I think that this is a really important one for us to look at, the last reason of why we take things personally is that you got triggered. So there's times when the things that we're taking personally are really raw spots, showing us places where we need to heal or things that we need to work through a bit more. That jolt of hurt or insecurity or anger is often really just showing us something that we need to just take a bit more care of or take another look at. And I'll give you an example. It's a little bit embarrassing because it's a situation that I had come up in my life a while back. And I'm sharing this with you because I think it's so important for us to realize that we all take things personally from time to time. It's kind of just how we're wired. But we need to start to really look at and, and look at how we move through those situations. So here's one that came up for me. So a while back, I had posted some pictures from a trip that I was on, on my social media. And a while later, my sister posted something on her social media that I was convinced was in response to what I put. Okay, this is kind of silly, but bear with me. So I had posted a picture of my partner and I cruising around in this rented Ferrari. It was a lifelong dream for my partner and we were living in Italy at one point in time and we were not far away from the place where they actually build and make Ferraris. So for my man's birthday, we went away and really we were able to rent this like incredible car for like a very short amount of time. So that was very cool. So I posted some pictures because it was so nice to see him happy. And yeah, that was a nice moment for him. So not long after that, I'd posted my pictures and I saw this post come up where my sister was talking about her idea of success. And she specifically was talking at one point about how that does not involve Ferraris, fancy trips and spending time in airports. I was super triggered. I was super triggered. I took it really personally. I was completely convinced. I was convinced. There was not a doubt in my mind that this post was about me. And the story that I had in my head was that she was upset that I was away living in this foreign country at the time instead of being there as part of my niece and nephew's lives. And my theory was that this hurt and this disappointment in me, this sadness of me being away, was really the fuel behind this Facebook post about success. And I wasn't thinking that she was posting it to be uh, hurtful. I thought that it was just essentially in response to what I had posted. But nonetheless, took it super personally. So I messaged her and I was basically like, hey, what's up with this Facebook post? She did not know what I was talking about. I was like, why are you attacking me with this post? I think I basically said something to her, like to that effect. And as it turns out, her post had nothing to do with me. 
she had just spent the weekend at a business conference with lots of fancy people, with lots of fancy cars, and spent time in lots of fancy airports. And her piece of writing that she had shared on her social media was really just her own uh, really personal reflection on defining what she really wanted for her own life and what she really wanted for her own family in the midst of being, you know, kind of in this um, fishbowl at the time of really being surrounded with a lot of different versions of success and achievement and happiness. And it was truly just her own process of, you know, looking at different options and thinking and, and doing her own inner work to think about what success meant for her. It had nothing to do with me. In fact, she did not even remember my fancy Ferrari pictures. Like, she did not even remember it. So, <laughs> that was the crazy story that I had been telling myself, right? And this is what our minds do. They come up with all of our own narrative about what is happening and why. Our brains are actually meaning-making machines. So these processes happen totally automatically. We are always weaving stories together about what is happening and why. And so when we don't double-check what those stories are, if they're true, if they're not true, then we kind of risk you know, that could have been a really damaging moment. If I had just stayed silent and not said anything to my sister about that, maybe that would have been a wedge between us. But as it is, we actually clear the air with each other a lot. And I'm super grateful for that because it means that we never have this buildup of false stories, false assumptions, and misunderstandings that start to wedge uh, between connection and damage a relationship. So notice in this example that my thoughts were a hundred percent about me and nothing to do with her. I had been feeling guilty for being far away. I had been feeling guilty for not being a bigger part of my nephew's life. And I literally was projecting my story, my guilt onto my sister's Facebook page. And the really crazy thing was that it feels so real, right? When we're in this moment, I was 100% certain that that was what was happening and I was wrong. But this is what we're doing all the time. So in that moment, in that example, that was that part of me, my own part of me that had mixed feelings about being far away from family that was getting triggered um, by something that I saw my sister post. So when you think about the thing that is being mirrored back to you in your life, if you think of a recent time where something has triggered you to personalize something, see if you can both kind of depersonalize from the other person's behavior potentially and check in. Is this hitting on a nerve for you? Is it possible that what you are thinking that person is thinking about you is actually what you're telling yourself about you? Because my theory is that this is actually what we're doing all the time. This is kind of an old narrative therapy idea, and I love how Brene Brown weaves this into so much of her work. She uses the example that in conversations with her partner, and even with her colleagues and, and staff, she'll say, 
the story that I'm telling myself right now is, and then she'll say out loud really the meaning that she's been making up about something in her head. And this is such a powerful tool because it allows the other person to correct us. And it also just allows for the fact that we're all human. We're all kind of just figuring our way out through all of this stuff all the time. And none of us are exempt from falling into this trap of taking things personally and getting it really wrong. So see if you can take a moment, maybe even get out your pen and write it out. What is the story that you're telling yourself about that thing that you might have been taking personally? What fear, confliction, mixed emotion, or wound, or old hurt is possibly being revealed to you right now? And I think that this is the truth of what is happening to us all the time, that we're actually projecting onto that mirror of the relationship with the other person, this meaning that really is just showing us what we have to take care of and what is a bit of a wounded spot for us. So we, you can stop blaming and projecting it onto the other person and instead start taking responsibility of just getting curious. What made me react so much to this? What was it in me that that really hit against? What am I being triggered or called upon to become more curious or even a bit more compassionate about with your own self? So if you found this helpful today, I would really love it if you left a review for me. It would really help me get this out to more people who could possibly benefit from this. And if you have a friend or family that you would really know would love to hear this too, then it would mean a lot to me if you shared it with them. So thank you so much for spending this time with me, and I can't wait to talk with you again soon. Take care.